we, we've got a little word I'd like Tim Lucas to share a picture God gave him for God's in the middle of doing something in this moment so we're not we're not in any hurry to run out of it okay all right so we're not transitioning to the next thing let's just keep our focus on Jesus as God speaks to us Tim come on up thanks so earlier I was back there just caught up in the worship caught up in the presence and um, I just started bringing some some needs before the Lord. I thought of a friend of mine that at, at the golf course, he just told me yesterday he's got cancer. I don't know where Trey's at. You know, he's a pretty rough dude. And I just started bringing him and all these people just like just bringing them right at the feet of Jesus. And then it hit me. I thought of the story in the gospel when Jesus was in this crowded house and he was teaching. And this group of friends had this... They had a friend. I'm just getting getting one more revelation. And this friend, he couldn't have got to Jesus on his own. He couldn't have walked there. He couldn't have made it to the service on his own. So his friends had to carry him. And then when they got there, there were so many people around Jesus, they couldn't get to him. And so... They start taking off the roof of this house. Right over Jesus. And and they lower this friend right down in the middle. They totally interrupt Jesus' service. Mm. He was probably making some really good points. And they put him right at his feet. Now think about it. They didn't... And they, the story doesn't tell us they were shouting down telling Jesus what to do. They weren't pointing out what they needed. They just they got their friend. And Jesus just, first of all, he wasn't offended that they'd interrupted his jam. And um, he didn't need them to tell him what to do. And the, you know, the friends probably just wanted him to be healed. But you remember what Jesus looked at and he says, Take heart, my son. Your sins are forgiven. And um. I just wanted to encourage everyone here, first of all, that you can approach Jesus, though the whole world and though all of our needs are all simultaneously seeming to pile up. I just want to encourage you that we can take our needs right to the feet of Jesus. And you don't have to tell him what to do. You just bring your needs before him and he knows. And most of the time, what Brooke was singing earlier is like, not only... Does he know what you need? He knows what you need more than you know what you need. And he's willing to do even that, and he won't be disappointed. Thank you, Tim. So we're just going to... Yeah, that good? We're going to practice that right now, okay? We're going to do that right now, okay? So some of you guys um, are carrying needs uh, right now that you might just feel like, I just need somebody else to carry me to the feet of Jesus. And it's Okay. It's okay. Our culture lies to us that we should be able to do everything on our own. We were never designed to do that. So, so um, I wanted you to do something really, really brave. If you feel like I just need some people to carry me. If you could raise your hand. I, I know. I'm looking around. I see people I trust everywhere. That you could. That you don't even have to say. We won't even express the needs. Okay, right now. But if you're like, you know what? Yes, I don't want to talk about it. Jesus knows what I need. Could you raise your hand so the people around you can pray? Okay, friends. Yeah, just give a look. 
Give a look. We're going to practice this. There's no shame here, guys. There is no shame. This is how to get help from the living God who was at the beginning and the end. He's limitless in power and he's desperately in love with us. Doing whatever it takes. God's going to bring healing. There's a unique hunger in the room today. So we're not in a hurry. We may not get to a sermon, okay? So just we're just going to sit here. We've got to honor the Holy Spirit's presence as He's helping us. Okay, now some of the rest of us, you may have someone else you want to, you, the Lord's bringing to mind right now that you need to carry to the feet of Jesus. Does that make sense? You're like, I'm doing pretty good. Okay, awesome. You're in a perfect position. to Just ask the Lord right now. Is there somebody you want me to carry to the feet of Jesus? It might be a relative. It might be the most annoying neighbor in your neighborhood. I don't know. Most likely it will be. Could we do that? And could we for a moment just just come to the living God? The living God who loves us, gave his son for us. We'll stop at nothing. Paul said if he would give his own son, how will he not freely along with him give us all things? All things. So the worship team is just going to kind of provide an atmosphere here. And we may go back into some worship. But we're just going to take our time. Let's pray. Let's pray. If you're not being prayed for, then do some praying. Okay? So Lord, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Direct your body. Direct your church. To see the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here on the earth. Coming now. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. You get to run the show, Holy Spirit. Come, we long for you. We long for you and all that you want to do. We long for your plans more than our own. We're so hungry for you. We're hungry for you, God. We're hungry for you. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come.
want to go ahead and permission you guys that if you see someone, I'm just going to permission you to gently, gently, if you see someone near you that the Lord's highlighting, just go pray for them. I had a, a sister come up to me today. She's never given a word to me. I don't know if she's given words before at all, but she came up to me and she goes, this is really scary to me, but I feel like God gave, gave me a word for you this week. And she shared to me, guys, it was a secret, secret thing I was wrestling with the Lord about and needed encouragement from him and nobody else knew. In, in, in her own estimation, you know, I, this is super scary, but it was big to me. So we get a care for one another. So if you, again, be gentle. This is here to serve others, but just want to permission you. If you want to pray for somebody near you or receive prayer, we're just going to stay in this space for a minute, okay? If you don't want that, you feel weird about that, say, no thanks, and we're cool. We'll stop, all right? All right, so we're just going to continue to worship. It's a little messy. Messy is good sometimes, yeah? We love you, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit.
Friends had a scripture that she wanted to read, which, interestingly enough, is a scripture I've been meditating on this week. Lee Free had, and then we were praying through it this morning. So she just felt like she was supposed to read this. So it's a couple passages from Isaiah 40, and the thought I had when we were singing that God is getting better and better. Actually, He can't get better and better because He's already the best. But our understanding of Him can get better and clearer. So I pray the Spirit of God would reveal to you what God is really like and that you would hear the juxtaposition of his power with his gentleness in this passage. O Zion, messenger of good news, shout from the mountaintops. Shout it louder, O Jerusalem. Shout and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. Yes, sovereign Yahweh is coming in power. He will rule with a powerful arm. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother sheep with their young. Who else has held the oceans in his hand? Who has measured off the heavens with his fingers? Who else knows the weight of the earth or has weighed the mountains and hills on his scale? Who is able to advise the spirit of Yahweh? Who knows enough to give him advice or teach him? Has Yahweh ever needed anyone's advice? Does he need instruction about what is good? Did someone teach him what is right or show him the path of justice? Haven't you heard? Don't you understand? Are you deaf to the words of God, the words he gave before the world began? Are you so ignorant? God sits above the circle of the earth. The people below him seem like grasshoppers to him. He spreads out the heavens like a curtain and makes his tent from them. He judges the great people of the world and brings them all to nothing. They hardly get started, barely taking root, when he blows on them and they wither. The wind carries them off like chaff. To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? asked the Holy One. Look up into the heavens. Who created all the stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by its name. Because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. Oh, Jacob, how can you say Yahweh does not see your troubles? Oh, Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? Have you never heard? Have you never understood? Yahweh is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youth will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in Yahweh will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Let's just sit in that for a minute. Whatever word popped out to you, God's speaking to you. So just sit with that for a minute, okay? 
hope you're enjoying just not being in a hurry. If you're like me, everything's in a hurry. Spirit seems to just rest in the places where we're not we're not in a hurry. They can be attentive to him. Sometimes I think he moves slow just to slow us down. Because we need help. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay. So in the spirit of the lowering someone into the healing of Jesus. I'd, I'd like Mark and Esther Crouch to come up. Are you guys somewhere in the room? There you are. Okay. You guys may see it for just a minute, but what we're going to do is um, we're going to just hear from these guys who've been in Papua New Guinea for years now, um, and they're visiting us. Come on up, guys. Um, just in a break, but then we're gonna like send them like crazy people. You know what I mean? We're, we're gonna we want to lower them, and what we're gonna do is we're just gonna pray over them and sing over them. Okay, all right. That's us. This is not what we're planning, but isn't that fun? I have a feeling you're always improvising on the field where you're doing. It. So okay, so just give us a little update on what you're doing, and then we're gonna pray over you guys. That's okay. All right. Good morning, everybody. We're very happy to be here and worship with you today. <laughs> Somebody told me I had to speak pigeon while I was up here. So if you're sitting out there, you know who you are. <laughs> um, I'm Esther. This is Mark. Um, there's a picture of our family up on this screen. We have four kids who we're pretty crazy about. Um, and we've been in Papua New Guinea since 2014. Um, we've been coming to believers, I don't know how long, <laughs> since before then. <laughs> um, and uh, we are so happy to be back with you all. It's a shorter time this time than we're normally back for, but um, we got back just in time for Celebrate Recovery Sunday, and I just bawled that we could be part of a church who is that invested and committed to striving for wholeness and healing here in our community, in the place where we live, without losing sight of the fact that there is a world out there who needs Jesus and who has so much less than we have here. So thank you guys for being that, that home to us, that body who sends us out. And um, Gail and the other leaders, thank you for being that church and that place that we can come home to. Um, our kids are enjoying a uh, being able to be in kids' church, we don't have that opportunity for them in Papua New Guinea, um, so they're not up here for you to look at. <laughs> um, but Mark is going to share a story from um, his service in the hospital at uh, Kujip in Papua New Guinea. Uh, before he does that, I want you guys to know that you are invited to an evening, if you'd like to hear a little bit more than the minute we're going to spend up here. Um, uh, the 8th, Sunday, the 8th of August in the fireside room at 5.30. Um, we'll have dinner and childcare provided, um, and we would love to share with you guys a little bit more about what we do um, without taking a lot of time on a Sunday morning. Um, so please know that you're invited to that. Uh, we have some prayer cards out on the table um, outside, and one of us will try and be out there afterwards if you'd like to stop by. Um, but Mark has just a quick story to share about what he does. I thought it was great what we just heard, and I actually wrote it at the top of my paper. 
the juxtaposition of power and gentleness is a lesson that we are, that's brought home to us every day uh, in the kinds of things that we do. So I wrote this out. I wanted to read it for you and then let Kyle do the rest. <laughs> Uh, as I started to make my way from exam bed five in our hospital's emergency ward, the hand of the young man I had just been caring for caught my arm. I had just concluded an all-too-familiar prayer with him and his family, asking for God's comfort as he died of a liver tumor. His searching eyes revealed that last-chance desperation, looking out from his skeletal frame. Doctor, he got some plumadas in Long America where I can help him me. Doctor, is there medicine in America that could help me? I thought of the vaccination that newborns in the U.S. have received for decades, a simple injection at the time of birth that could have given him an additional 20 or 30 years now to watch his children grow up. But there was no shot or medicine that I could give him now. No got. Now by you may lose him light blong you inside long hand blong Jesus, that's one. No, now we must trust your life to Jesus. After seven and a half years serving in the highlands of Papua New Guinea, the number of comparable exchanges I have had like this one are innumerable. But then there are those other encounters. Jacqueline was brought to the hospital from one of the most remote health outposts on the planet, clinging to life after delivering a baby in the bush three days before her arrival. The afterbirth remained inside, bleeding and decaying, creating an infection that threatened her life. After a dramatic, intense procedure in our operating room, with bags of blood being squeezed through her veins, I was able to remove the dead tissue. Her color returned, and she awoke the next morning to care for a healthy baby boy. A man lay next to a pool in Jerusalem in roughly the first century. Crowds shuffled by, stepping over or around the familiar protrusion of his paralyzed legs. They were eager to dip into the pool and receive the miraculous healing that came from the angelic stirring of the waters. But for 38 years, none of them could spare time or a thought to bring him along, until Jesus intervened. That man walked away from the pool that day, knowing what only a handful of people at that time understood. God's love can restore, and the man Jesus brought this tangible kingdom to the earth. Our family shares the heartaches, the joys, and the struggles of our Melanesian community in Papua New Guinea that we might help those who are often unnoticed into life-giving waters. Their journey, like ours, involves unique challenges, but together we navigate them. And in return, God shows himself in the smiles of children leaving for home after weeks on the ward, in the songs of our staff as they sing devotions in the middle of the busy clinic, even in the tears of the dying that have that last chance to place their lives into the receiving arms of Christ. Thank you for allowing us to serve as the hands and feet of this body extended into a remote corner of the globe with hope and healing for the often overlooked. Yes, did did you all know that was happening? like every day. And you know, these guys, I, I know this without even asking them, they feel a little times, a little lonely from time to time. You ever felt that way? Just a tad bit. Um, so let's, let's let them know they're not alone. 
And we're going to do that right now, okay? So let's all stand together. And I want to do something kind of unusual. I want us to pray really loudly over them. But not coherently. So I want you to just take a minute and ask the Holy Spirit, what could I pray for my friends? Remember, it's just these guys, we don't even know if they knew the guy that well who couldn't walk, who lowered him in. We're lowering these guys again into Papua New Guinea for Jesus to do healing with people. These guys are doing some crazy stuff. And the stuff they have to overcome internally, knowing I could have fixed this with a simple medicine somebody had, they have to, they have to wear that day in and day out. But they've been, how many years now have you been there? Eight years. Whoa. That's bulletproof, guys. That's bulletproof, but they probably don't feel that way. And I just want to say, in your weakness, his strength is made perfect. And so, guys, let's just pray loudly. Whatever Holy Spirit gives you, it could just be one phrase. But just, if they can solidify this memory in their hearts, they can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit right now. So let's just pray over them. Pray over them. Pray in tongues if you don't know what else to pray. Would you fill up this beautiful family? Fill them up, Lord. Rivers of living water. Rivers of healing water. Oh, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, what these eyes have seen and ears have heard and hands have touched. 
Lord, they have been your eyes and ears and hands in this nation. We thank you, Lord. Guys, this hospital is such a beautiful picture of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven coming. The whole purpose, this hospital was placed between two warring tribes under the condition that they that they would live in peace together. 500,000 people is being served by this one hospital and a handful of doctors. So Lord, we we pray that you fill them up in this place of some rest. We pray for great renewal. Renew their hearts, renew their minds, renew their bodies, Lord. Oh, Jesus. And we stand with them. And we say, go in the name of Jesus. That we are with you. We pray over you. We pray, Lord, for more, more resource. But Lord, we also pray for more kingdom. We pray for more gospel. We pray, Lord, for more miracles, more deliverance. Do the stuff that Mark can't do in his own strength, that Esther can't do. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you are doing in the nation of Papua New Guinea. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said together, amen, amen, amen.